chapter 6 today. Uh, really been praying about what to do and uh, preach this morning. It's, it's, uh, it's a scripture text that is very well known, a story that's well known. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, we talked about it in Sunday school. And, and, uh, but as we look at this text this morning, <coughs> I want to talk to you about the basket uh, this morning that is uh, in this text in John chapter number 5, I mean 6, we've been in John chapter 5, we're coming to John 6, and uh, the Bible tells us we're going to read a bunch of scripture, so I'm not going to have you stand just for sake, we'll have to read about 12 verses of scripture this morning, and as we make our way through the scripture, kind of tell the story a little bit and go there and give you just a couple simple, a couple simple thoughts this morning. But in verse number 1, in John chapter number 6, in verse number 1, After these things Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, it, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And uh, in John chapter 6 and verse number 1, if you'll see here, he says, After these things, after these things, what things? Chapter 5. Chapter 5 is taking place. He, is, he healed the man who was sick for... 38 years, uh, they wanted to kill him, they, they uh, pushed against him, and he, and he uh, you know, kind of uh, talked back to him. Now, John chapter 6 takes place, Jesus has left that area, he goes over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and verse number 2 takes place, and the great multitude followed him. Uh, there was a lot of times when Jesus went places, the great multitudes did follow him, uh, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased, and Jesus went up into a mountain. And there he sat with his disciples. And to pass over a feast of the Jews, which was, was nigh, uh, when Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Jesus makes a statement to Philip. He says, Hey, man, we've got to buy some bread for these people because they've come and they've sat and, and they're ready to eat. And we need to buy bread. And Philip, and this is, this is the... The thing that takes place in verse number six, Jesus says, you know, the Bible says that, and he, and this he said to prove him, for he knew himself, uh, knew that he would, what he do? He knew what Philip would do. That's why he asked Philip this question. This is why he asked Philip the question, what are we going to do? These guys are here. Well, how can we buy them some bread? And Philip said, or verse seven, and Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. That every one of them may take a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad. There's a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Man, we're sitting down to eat, and we've got a bunch of people sitting down to eat, but all we have are five loaves. And two fishes. In my mind, I see five biscuits and two fish sticks. Amen. All right. Now, now look. I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a growing boy, and I need more than five biscuits and two fish fish sticks. Can I get a witness? Amen. 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 All right. Now Jesus says, and this is what his disciples says, and I, I feel like they're about the same way. They said, "Well, what are these among so many?" He said, "How in the world can you say that? You know, man, we've got a lad here. He's got five loaves and two fishes. And but what are they among so many?" I've got five loaves and two fishes. But how is that going to feed everybody? Verse number six, and Jesus said, Make the men to sit down. 
Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down a number of about how many? Five thousand. Five thousand. So that's a big crowd, would you say? Yeah. And they're going to. And uh, Jesus said, "Hey, I've got one lunch here: five loaves and two fishes. And uh, make them all sit down. Go ahead. What is this? What are these among so many? He said. Jesus said, "Just tell them to sit down." You know, he didn't ask. He didn't ask what was going on. He didn't say anything else. But he said, all right, guys, I've got this little basket here. Y'all sit down. Have those men sit down. And when they all sat down, there were about 5,000 men. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down. And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Verse 12, and when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that, that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered themselves together and filled, how many baskets? Twelve. Twelve. With fragments of five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. So we see this basket that was given, five loaves, two fishes. Jesus distributed to his disciples and they to the men that were sitting down. And what is left over is 12 baskets. How that doesn't compute. Does it? How is it possible that they start with five loaves and two fishes and they end up with 12 baskets full? Because God takes what that little boy had given and blessed it. Now we'll talk about that. I don't want to get too far ahead. Let's pray. Lord, we've come to you a couple times this morning praying, asking for your hand on the service. We ask that you will bless our time this morning. Lord, I pray that you will bless um, our, our scripture this morning. Lord, I pray that you move me out of the way. Just allow me to say the things in which you want me to say. Lord, I ask that you will. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we see on this mountainside, they all sit down. He begins to teach. He begins to preach. They get hungry. Jesus says, let's feed them. They say, well, we can't feed them. How are we going to feed them? Jesus says, well, sit down and pass out the food. Now, uh, let's look at number one as, by way of the sermon. And number one is the cause for the miracle. When Jesus lifted up his eyes in verse number 5, he saw a great company come unto him, and he saith unto them, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Jesus knew that it had been a long time since they had eaten, or it had been some time since they had eaten, and they were ready to eat. So Jesus said, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Now Jesus in verse number 6, the Bible says the reason he asked that question was so that he would get the response that he would get. So he says, which shall we buy bread that these may eat? How much money would it take to feed 5,000 people? You take, if all of us today could spend $5 on a meal, which can't be done very often. I don't even know that any of us could buy a $5 meal with a drink and chips and and uh, fish and chips and a drink. You can't buy that nowadays for five bucks, can you? 
They're probably closer to $10. $10. So if you take $10, $10 per person to feed, um, how much is that? That's it, huh? That's not, that's not very much, huh? Well, we've all got that, right? Spare change? That's what, think about this for just a moment. This is what his disciples were thinking about when Jesus said, hey, we, there is a cause. These people are hungry. They need to eat. They need to eat. You, you, I don't know about you, but I kind of get hungry around lunchtime, huh? I don't always eat breakfast, so around lunchtime, I'm ready to eat. I don't know. Am I the only one that feels that way? No. I'm ready to eat. You're not, you don't ever feel that way? You don't ever feel that way? Oh, yeah. Okay, you do? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm not the type of person to just skip meals just because I feel like it, okay? But I, I mean, these guys weren't either. Jesus knew that they had a spiritual appetite in which they came because they, they, there was a multitude of people. There were 5,000 people, 5,000 men that wanted to follow Jesus. So they sent the feet of Jesus so they could hear. And then it came time when their spiritual appetite may have been full, but their, their physical belly was empty. And no matter, even if you have a spiritual appetite that is empty or a physical appetite that's empty, guess what? Both of them need to be full. You know, for, for your body to operate right, you need to have the right nutrition. And so Jesus says, hey, we've got to buy these guys bread. There is a cause. This was the cause for the bread. This was the cause for the... And then we see the, the challenge in this. The first challenge, I see two different challenges here. But in verse number 7, Philip says, he said, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient that we would feed all these people. He said, look, Jesus, he said, 200 penny worth is not enough of bread to feed 5,000 people or 5,000 men. But if you will just imagine here with me, the Bible says 5,000 men. That's not including the women and the children, because who did he get the lunch from? Little boy. A lad. He wasn't counted in the 5,000. So I don't know how many men and how many, I mean, I know how many men, but I don't know how many women and children there were. But you say each man had a wife. That puts 10,000 people. And if each family had two kids, that puts what? 20, almost 20 to 30,000 people. With just two kids, it puts us at 20,000 people. Sitting there with Jesus and Philip says, hey, we don't have enough money around here to buy these guys bread. How can we buy bread? That's the first challenge. Then the second challenge he gives him in verse number nine, he says, uh, or, uh, Andrew, which is, uh, which is uh, Simon Peter's brother, he says in verse number nine, he says, there's a lad here, but though all the way to, he says he only has five loaves and two fishes. He said, but what are these among so many? He said, well, you see here, we've got somebody who's brought a lunch forward. We've got somebody who's brought a lunch. But what are these among so many? That would be like, Somebody, one of you in here today has a sack lunch. You brought a sack lunch for church. Mm. All right? Five loaves and two fishes. Five biscuits and two fish sticks. All right. Who wants to give their biscuits up for, for lunch? Nobody? Well, fine. I think I'll get it from one of those kids over there. Hit this little kid, this lad, and hey, I've got lunch. So he brings his sack lunch up there to Jesus, okay? Or his basket of lunch. He brings it up to Jesus, and they, and they bring it to Jesus. And one of the disciples says, what is this? How are we all going to eat on this? What are, you, got, you got five biscuits and two 
on that. That's what he was saying. The challenge was to Christ. Was, Come on, you serious? This is what this is your option? You say these people need to eat, we don't have enough money, and you think that we're going to feed people with five loaves and two fishes. Seriously? They questioned him. They challenged him. But Jesus wasn't done. What did he do? <clears throat> he took the challenge, and he looked at the young man, the contribution he gave, he contributed. What did he contribute to the, to the miracle? In verse number 9, there is a what? A lad. How old was this lad? I don't know how old this lad was. He was young enough that the Bible calls him a lad. And so he was a little boy. But he gave of his lunch so that everyone there could eat. Yeah. Now, I just asked a minute ago and nobody in here would have volunteered to give their lunch. <laughs> you guys are selfish. <laughs> Not a one of you volunteered. <laughs> But it took a little boy. Now, I don't know that Jesus went around the room and said, Hey, does anybody have an extra lunch around here? I, I, he didn't. The Bible doesn't say that he does that. But there was a lad, Simon Peter's brother, Andrew, said, Hey, I found somebody who's willing to give her their lunch. I found somebody who wants to give you their basket. And Jesus took that little bitty boy's basket he contributed that. He said, it's not much. I don't know how much it is, but it, it's just a little bitty. Mama packed it right before we left for, for her to come see you. And, and it was supposed to last me all day. And I've come down here to sit. I'll give you my lunch. <coughs> I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I didn't volunteer to give away my lunch. I, I was taking everybody else's food off their plate, you know? <laughs> I thought, you want that? No, okay, here, I'll take that. Yeah, you want that picture? I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was. Uh, yeah. Was that how you was? <laughs> Look, I didn't volunteer to give away my food. You ain't taking my food. I mean, if it was something I didn't like, sure, you can have that. Go ahead. But no, I wanted it. So he came that day expecting to eat his own lunch. But when it came down to it, what did he do? Here. I'll give my lunch. He gave his basket. <coughs> and when Jesus took that basket, he, he blessed the basket. Before he ate the basket, before he, came, he, before he spread out the basket, what did he do? He prayed for the basket. He prayed that his father would bless it. Who gave? The lad gave. How much did he give? Just a little basket. But he gave his whole Basket. He didn't give some of his basket. He didn't say, "Well, I'll give you two. I'll give you a, a fish and a and a biscuit. How about that? We'll we'll settle there." No, he said, "You can have my whole basket." Not only did he, what did he give? Who who made him give that basket? That Jesus down there twisted his arm and said, "Buddy, you better give that basket up right now because I need it." No, nobody made him give it. He was just a little boy sitting in the crowd. Man, that's my basket. That's my fish. That's my loaves of bread that Mama prepared for me. Jesus, I'll give it to you. Yes. Nobody made him do it. Yes. Nobody made him do it. How much did they eat? They ate the whole basket. Because I ate the five loaves and the two fishes. 
Right? Yeah. Now, it's interesting to note in verse number 12, looking down in verse number 12 of chapter 6, what does it say? And uh, let's go back up to verse number 11, the last part, and then go into verse 12. And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. would. What does that mean? They were at the buffet and they ate all they could. That's right. Verse 12. When they were filled. Filled. What yeah. does that mean? They couldn't eat no more. Right. Have you ever been to a buffet and walked out of there and said, Man, I shouldn't have ate all that food, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> It's not confession time. It's not confession time. Look, you went in and not expecting to eat as much as you did and you come out and I ate way too much. The Bible says that they were filled and they ate as much as they would. So when the first helping came around, hey, they all ate. And when the second helping came around, guess what? They maybe ate a little bit more and they ate until they couldn't eat no more. How do I know? Because they ate until they were filled. Now, it, it would take more, I would, I would suppose, if a lad, a boy, was bringing five loaves and two fishes, what would a man eat? <laughs> Ten loaves and four fishes. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? A little boy's eating five loaves and two fishes, what's a big man going to eat? More than a little laugh. They ate all of it. So here he is, this little lad, he gave his basket. He contributed his basket. Well, <coughs> it's not much. I don't know who it will feed. It will barely feed me, but I'm going to give it anyway. And Jesus took that basket, what he contributed, and fed 5,000 men because of the young boy who gave all. What is in your basket? What's in your basket? That you say, no, God, you're not touching you say, no, God, I'm not giving to you. You see, our basket that we hold in our life, maybe it's your life, maybe it's a trial, maybe it's a struggle, maybe it's a sin, maybe it's something that you're holding on to, but you won't give your basket to God. No, I'm not giving my basket to God. No, I've got it. I'll handle it. I'll do this. No, that little boy took his little bitty basket that he thought maybe was even insignificant because even the 12 disciples said, what is that among so many? And he said, I'm going to give you my basket. And our basket is filled with goods that God can use if you will just give God your basket. Amen. What's Amen. in your basket? <coughs> your life. Your life. It's your basket. Yeah. So I ask you this morning, will you give God your basket? Yes. Or keep it to yourself? Yeah. What happens if the little lad keeps the basket to himself? What happens? Nobody gets fed. Nobody gets fed the way that it was fed. 
Because I, this is true, my thoughts. If the little boy didn't give his basket, Jesus would have had some bird drop off food for everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See what happens is if you don't if you don't give and if you don't do what God needs you to do, He'll just find somebody else to do. See, what, what it is, is every person in this room, you have a basket that God wants to use, but you want to hold on to yours. Nope, God, you ain't taking it. Nope, God, I'm not giving it to you. Nope, you can't have that part of my life. I ain't doing it. That young man gave him his basket. He didn't know if he was going to get that basket back or not. He didn't know if he was even going to eat that day. But he knew that if he just gave that basket to the Lord, he'd take care of it. But when God took the basket... He blessed that basket. Yes. And because he blessed that basket, look at the return. Lastly, number four. Look at the cleanup that takes place. What, what takes place here? In verse number 12, he said, gather up the fragments that remain. Now, let's just do simple math for a second. How is there any fragments remaining? Five loaves and two fishes. How is there... Fragments remaining. There's not a fragment that remains. There's not a biscuit that's left over because he only had five loaves and two fishes to begin with. How is there fragments that remain? I'll tell you why. In that verse, the Bible says, and, and if you go back up to the verse, verse number 11, he took the loaves, he took the loaves and he began to give thanks. He distributed to the disciples so here he is. He's got his basket. And he has the little boy's basket. He has five loaves and two fishes. And here comes the disciples. Disciple number one. And here comes he with his basket. He says, okay, I'm filling up your basket. And he keeps reaching to the basket. And he fills disciple number one's basket all the way up. He said, now go distribute it. Disciple number two. He fills his basket all the way up. And he fills his basket all the way up. He said, all right, go distribute it. Basket number three comes. Here comes disciple number three. And he fills that basket up. And he says, go distribute it. And he did that 12 times. And he did that 12 times. And he did that 12 times more. Because you're talking about 20, uh, at least 5,000 men. How long would it take 12 disciples to take their basket to everybody that was sitting down? It would take a long time. And how much food would it take? And how many times did he have to reach in the basket? But every time he reached in the basket, it was full. Every time he reached in the basket, it filled the disciples' basket up. And when he was over and it was all done, every basket the disciple had was full. Yes. Because he took what the boy gave and 12 times the amount. Yes. Yes. And guess who went home with that basket? That little boy. I can just see it now in my mind. This is how I envision it, okay? So please forgive me for having imagination. But I can see it. Here his mama sent him off to school at church that day. He come running around the corner. Mama, I'm home. And here he comes. He got 12 men running behind him. 12 men carrying baskets of food. He said, Mama, guess what? He said, I don't know what happened. But I gave my little basket that you made me for lunch. And I gave it to the Lord. And here he comes, 12 baskets more. Mama, where do I need to put these at? Amen. 12 baskets full of food because he gave his one basket. My basket's insignificant. No, it doesn't matter. When you give to God, he'll outgive you way more than you yes, can ever give. Yes, yes, yes. 
life. Give your money. Give your time. Give what good? Your talent. Your time. Give that to God. And it'll way outweigh what He gives back to you. Way more than you can ever begin to imagine. It pays to serve God. Hallelujah. It pays. I don't know if I can give that basket. It's my last basket. What am I going to eat on for lunch today? If I give my basket away. He gave it. Amen. And God said, hey, I'm going to send you home with 12 baskets. Amen. Amen. That's not how God always works. You give one and God 12 times. Woo! I don't expect, oh, preacher said, if I give a dollar, he'll give me back 12. That's not what I said. No. That's not how God works. No. But when you give to God, he'll give back to you. Yeah. Amen. May not be money, may not be the way that what you gave, but he'll give back to you. Yeah. Amen. Yes, he will. Heard a preacher say this. A man who walks with God always reaches his destination. Amen. That's right. Always. Hey, Christian. Everybody in this room, you have a basket. Amen. What will you do with your basket? Yes. Here, God, here's my basket. Nope, I've got it. I'll hang on it. I've got it. Will you allow God to have your basket? Yes. We allow God to take. Hey, God, here's my basket. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. There's a song that says, <clears throat> In each and every life, there's a basket filled with goods, although it may not be used exactly as it should. So many throw it all away, or they keep it for themselves, while others never use it. They just place it on a shelf. I know that I have a basket filled with goods. Amen. What am I going to do with it? Give it to the Lord or keep it for myself? Because everybody in this room, you have a different talent. Everybody in this room, you have something different about you. Can God, would you allow God to use you for his glory, for his good? Would you? That's the question. What you can do with your life might do good, might accomplish a few things, but when you give your life to the Lord, it'll accomplish so much more. What will you do with your life? Lord, I love you. I thank you. For today, I, I pray that I conveyed the thought in which you wanted me to. Lord, I pray that and ask if there's someone in this room today that needs to give you their basket, they will. Lord, I also ask if there's someone in this room that doubts whether they would go to heaven, I pray that today would be that day. Lord, I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for for church. Yes. Thank you for Mid County Baptist Church. Thank you for those that are here this morning. I pray for pray for them. Lord, ultimately we come to this end, we come to this close, and we ask ourselves a question. 
What am I doing with my basket? Lord, I, I love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let me ask a couple simple questions this morning. You say, Brother Trent, I am sitting here this morning. I'm here. I'm heaven bound. Would you put your hand up? I am heaven bound. There's not a doubt. Thank you. You say, Brother Trent, I'm sitting here this morning and I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure, but I'd like to know. Is there anybody here like that this morning? Says, I'm not for sure, but I'd like to know. Just put your hand up. Put your hand down. Anybody like that this morning? Thank you. <clears throat> you say, Brother Trent, God spoke to my heart this morning about my basket. God spoke to my heart this morning about something else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe God spoke to your heart about something else. But you say, Brother Trent, God did speak to my heart this morning. Would you pray for me? Anybody like that this morning? Hands up all over the room. Thank you for being honest. Hands up all over. Thank you. We're going to have a time of invitation, a time of prayer. If you want to come to the altar and pray, you're more than welcome to. If you want to pray in your seat, you're more than welcome to. But I challenge you, if God spoke to your heart, to pray and meet with God. So let's all stand. If God's convicted your heart, I encourage you to come pray. Let's spend time with God this morning.